from KQED. You're listening to Queued Up, and I'm Queenie Kim in for Ryan Levy. We're dropping this episode on Sunday, November 4th, which means that Election Day is just two days away. And if you still haven't filled out your ballots, we are here to help. We're going to zoom into some local housing measures across the Bay. And I haven't filled out my ballot yet, but Ryan did, and he felt a little lost when it came to these local measures. And so Ryan, along with some of our reporter pals in the KQED newsroom, put together this little sampler for you. Think of it like a regional ballot measure beer flight with local brews from San Francisco, Oakland, Santa Rosa, and Mountain View. Here's Ryan. I'm Guy Marzarotti with KQD's politics theme. And you've been covering Prop C, a San Francisco ballot measure that is about taxing businesses for homelessness services, but it's also like starting Twitter beefs with Mark Benioff and stuff like that. Yes, so this has become very controversial. Prop C would basically be a new tax on the biggest businesses in San Francisco. So you mentioned Mark Benioff, Salesforce, Twitter, tech companies like that, banks, to pay for homeless services for things like supportive housing, shelters, navigation centers, mental health services. And it's really getting at this idea that the big companies that have done so well in San Francisco should do more to help with our biggest problem, which is homelessness. So taxing big business to pay for homeless services, are we just doing this because people think corporations have a lot of money? Yeah. As Frank Sinatra said, it was a very good year, and it was a very good year for businesses. You had the corporate tax rate massively cut on the federal level. A lot of these companies benefit from that and have a huge windfall of cash. All right. But obviously, businesses are probably not huge fans of this, which seems reasonable. And yet Mark Benioff is getting in Twitter beef with Jack from Twitter. um, And he's like pouring millions into this thing. What's going on? What's that? I would say Benioff is kind of the outlier here. A lot of other tech companies and other companies in SF have been the donors against Prop C, Twitter, Lyft, Macy's. Surprisingly for a tax that was originally pushed by homeless advocates, the yes side has far more money on hand than the no side, and it's largely due to Mark Benioff. I think the big advantage for the no side on this is there's a potential that this tax would need two-thirds to pass. How do we not know if it's going to take two-thirds or not? The election's like almost here. Yes, and we probably won't know until after the election. This is a pending lawsuit at the state level, uh, state Supreme Court. So it's likely if this measure does pass with 55% of the vote, 60% of the vote, 65% of the vote, that there's going to be a lawsuit immediately following it. Why can't we do like anything simple here? Why do we always have to have lawsuits and just like... Nothing's easy in San Francisco. Ryan, let me tell you, look at this from the positive side. We will have more to cover in December when you're doing toy drive stories and you're, you're struggling. What you against toy drive stories? You don't like toy drives? And you're struggling to find news. The news gods will bless us with a lawsuit to cover. So keep that in mind. All right. The news gods have also blessed us with a few other uh, tech taxes, business taxes outside of San Francisco. Uh, what are they trying to do? Right. So these are similar in the sense that they're looking at big businesses to pay for you know the biggest problems that we have. In East Palo Alto, it's a commercial real estate tax that would be directed towards affordable housing. This would be companies buying up big amounts of office space. We saw Amazon move to East Palo Alto. Facebook is nearby. And so they're trying to capture some of that revenue for affordable housing. In Mountain View, the tax is a per employee tax. So 
this would range up to $150 per employee if you're a really big company like, say, Google. I'll say this is, this is per Not Google you. employee, yes. right? Yeah, so this is the, Google would pay over half of Measure P's, uh, the tax, the new tax, if this were to pass. And this is a general fund tax, so hypothetically, it could be used on anything. The city leaders who put it on the ballot say they want to spend it on transportation, and they say that a lot of this transportation funding will help tech employees, will help Google employees get from Caltrain, you know, out to Shoreline. Maybe that's one of the reasons you're seeing Google not oppose this. All right, lots to watch for as always. Thank you so much, Guy Marzarati. Thank you. Alrighty, now let's head across the newsroom to Farida Javala Romero, who's been covering Measure W in Oakland, which would also increase taxes, but this time on vacant lots. Hi. So, Measure W, Oakland, how do you tax a vacant lot? How does that work? Right, so the city is targeting property owners of land or buildings that have been used fewer than 50 days per year. The city still needs to um, define exactly what vacant means, but they have this you know, threshold uh, up to now. And so the idea is they'll tax these properties that are vacant and then use the funds, which the city estimates is going to be up to $10 million a year uh, for homeless services, things like sanitation, um, you know, uh, job training for the homeless, uh, but also some money will go to affordable housing and uh, blight remediation in the city. So the idea is to incentivize greater use of land or property in the city. Um, but then, you know, critics worry that small landowners are going to hit the most with this tax, which would be up to $6,000 a year. So the people that would be hit with this tax, vacant property owners, what are they saying about it? I can't imagine they're too pleased with this idea. Right. So I talked to, to a couple of people who are small uh, property owners, and one of them told me that he actually wanted to build a duplex on his land, but he got discouraged because because the permitting fees are so expensive. You know, he was looking at a $30,000 amount just for fees before starting construction. And then construction costs are so expensive in Oakland and in the Bay Area as well. The city of Oakland estimates about $200,000 to build uh, 1,000 square feet. You know, small property landowners say this is unfair because they would build something if it was a little cheaper, if they had a way to do that and their property wouldn't be vacant. All right, thanks so much, Frida. Yeah, thank you. So for the last stop on our local ballot measure tour, we're checking in with Sonia Hudson, one of my fellow KQED weekend warriors. How's it going, Sonia? It's good, just uh, being a weekend warrior out here at KQED. Just doing it up. So you've been tracking uh, a Santa Rosa housing measure. Seems like everybody has some sort of housing bond, housing measure on the ballot. What is Santa Rosa doing? So Santa Rosa has put a $124 million affordable housing bond on its November ballot. And essentially, it would subsidize affordable housing projects for low-income residents of Santa Rosa. And to really understand kind of the huge amount of momentum and push behind this, it came out of a pretty desperate need for more housing after last October's wildfires took out 5% of Santa Rosa's housing stock. And that really put a squeeze on an already tight rental market there. So they're hoping that um, this will be able to help low-income families stay in Santa Rosa. So helping low-income families stay in a town that was hit really hard by a horrible wildfire. Is anyone against this? Yes. The arguments against it are largely labor-related. 
the North Bay Labor Council, which is an umbrella organization that represents 70 unions in the North Bay, um, they have come out in opposition to it, basically saying there's not enough labor protections. They were trying to work with the city to get some of these labor protections in, making sure that 30% of the people that are working on these housing projects were either part of an apprentice program or some sort of skilled labor and part of a union. Um, they were not able to get that into any of the language, and so they voted and they've come out against it and have been running some ads in opposition. But the people who have endorsed the measure definitely far outweigh this one large group, but one group endorsements run really the gamut from developers to hospitals to every single member of the city council, lots of other local politicians. Everyone really wants to see this get done, it seems. Yeah, and even um, some city council members that I've talked to, the mayor, Chris Corsi, he was really on labor side and really wanted those labor protections in. But when they weren't able to go in, his attitude was kind of like, look, Yes, that would have been better, but we really need housing and we just need to move forward with this and move on. All right. Thanks, Sonia. Thanks, Ryan. That was Cued Up host Ryan Levy, and I'm Queenie Kim sitting in for him. And before we leave, I wanted to tell you that if you need help on the rest of your ballot, KQED has you covered. If you're a podcast fan, and I'm going to assume that you are since you're listening to one right now, go check. Bay Curious Prop Week. It's a five-episode mini-series that breaks down all 11 statewide propositions on the ballot. It's fun, it's informative, and you can get educated during your commute. And for all your other 2018 election needs, from filling out your ballot to finding results from the nine county elections, and of course analysis on election night, go to kqed.org forward slash elections bookmark it right now and you'll thank me later i'm queen of kim have a good week and don't forget to vote